That's Questionable, a podcast exploring religion, asking difficult questions, and encouraging honesty. You can join the conversation at thatsquestionable.com, that's questionable podcast on Instagram, or at thatsquestion01 on Twitter. That's Questionable Podcast. Sitting here with my friends Nathan and David again. How you guys doing? Doing great. Yo, yo. Good. Is that your new deal? <laughs> well, the other day was yay, yay. Yeah. So we have to mention our sponsor, Nathan's Gear Shed, <laughs> who's provided our studio. That's right. Yeah. Studio time. Mm-hmm. How's your week been, Jim? Uh, I've had better weeks. Mm. Yeah. Oh, did you want me to be honest? Yeah, sure. Oh, okay. We, we always want you to be honest. Yeah, okay. Good. Pretty much. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it'll be better. Good. Yeah. So when, when, this, when the week's over, it'll be better. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> the way you and Nathan. It's been fine. It's been fine. We were out, you know, for a little bit. We were traveling last week. Yeah. But we're back and... I guess Nashville got a bunch of snow, but I never saw it. You didn't? Nope, never saw it. We left. We left town before it got here, and when we got back, it was all gone. So, wow, um, it, was, it was a big snow. And, and you didn't run into any. When we were traveling, we were in Knoxville. That it snowed maybe a quarter of an inch. Wow. Yeah. So, and then by the time we got over to Charlotte, North Carolina, it was it was in the upper fifties. Hmm. So, they didn't get. They didn't get it. There was no snow over there. So nice. Good deal. Mm-hmm. Did you guys want to talk about something? Yeah. Yeah. Let's I'm, do it. I'm all about it. Okay. So I got a question. You do? Yeah. Okay. Uh, my question is, why do we keep talking about religion? I think my wife asked me that too. <laughs> well, he keep talking about it. Yeah. Well, it pays the big bucks, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's because that uh, that Nathan's Gear Shed. That's right. That's right. Uh, yeah. Endorsement deal we have. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, big bucks. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> man, that's a good question, Jim. And and uh, you know, is this supposed to be a little conviction here? No, no, but I mean, I, I mean, there, that's an aspect of it. Mm-hmm. So, so the follow-up question could be, um, you know, shouldn't we just be done with it and move on? I mean, we've, we've obviously, uh, had many discussions about the fact that it's bad mm-hmm. yeah, and that we should avoid it at all costs, religion, um, and so should shouldn't we just put it behind us and move on for, for me um that's impossible to do because it was such a part of my life and um maybe in weird maybe I need to go to counseling maybe in some weird way I'm trying to keep it in my life by talking about it this is counseling yeah that, that, that's something we need to unpack um, as Rob Bell would always say, um, can you unpack that? Huh? Can you unpack that? Can you, uh, let's unpack this verse. Um, 
I, uh, and this may get some comments back, why should we care what other people believe? I mean, you know, why do we keep talking about it? Should we just walk away and not turn back? And I, I really do want people to evaluate what they believe because they vote and they're going to be on the same road as I am. And if, and if it's, you know, Jesus take the wheel, then Hey, what if that's my car right in front of them? You know? So, um, I, I, I just, I want, um, I want for other people to feel the freedom that I do being outside of that. That's good. Say that last part again. I want the, Testing my memory, which we already know is horrible. Uh, play that back. Yeah. Uh, I want for people to know the freedom that I've known since I left Christianity. I want, you know, there's freedom in that. And yeah. being raised to believe that freedom is in Christ uh, just is not the case in my viewpoint. Uh, with religion, I think there's a lot of bondage. Mm-hmm. So you you continue to talk about this because you want to engage with people about where they're at and that there's options. There, there's even if they just evaluate, and this probably comes back to me. Um, you know, staying in it for so long is I wish I had really done a, a non-biased evaluation of it a long time ago. I wish, I wish I could hear from people that had been through it and had chosen to walk away, deconverted. And I grew up in a bubble, a bubble, a bubble. Uh, that's my Southern accent coming out where, where you didn't, you didn't really, you know, there wasn't really a, a safe place to question. Yeah. And so, um, that's, I just, if people just evaluate and they decide they want to stay there, great. But at least don't, don't have the Stockholm syndrome where you're just, you've been brainwashed into thinking something. Yeah. At least evaluate and own it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, you know, going way back to when I was in high school and being sitting in, sitting in classes in Bible studies on Wednesday night at church, I remember just, I remember asking the question, you know, because it was always understood that God, God couldn't look at sin. God couldn't stand sin. God wanted nothing to do with sin. Like it's, you know, we know, we know the concepts of God that, you know, couldn't, couldn't do any of that. You know, and I was like in the book of Job, it says that, you know, the accuser, you know, went before, you know, the heavenly council, you know, being that it was God and whoever was there. A lot of people want to interpret they and interpretate, interpret that as the, um, you know, the, the Trinity or some kind of angels or whatever. But my question was, is, well, if the accuser, who we would all say is the Satan um, um, or the devil, went before God and had a conversation. I said, I thought God couldn't be in the presence of evil. And if God was in the presence of the accuser, then that kind of blows everything out of the water. And I raised my hand and asked that question to the pastor 
who was conducting the Bible study on Wednesday night, and I said, I thought we all thought that we all understood that God can't be in the presence of evil. That just can't happen. And I said, well, here's a place where God's literally having a conversation with um, with the accuser. And I, I remember at that point in time when everybody was like, uh, he's like, a, can we talk after this? Well, he never even said that. I was a 17 year old kid just asking the question, you know, and there was no answer. There was no answer given. And, um, and, and since then there's never been an answer given. I don't know any answer that anybody's given that why we would have this doctrine of God that they can't, you know, that God can't be in the presence of evil or the, or, but yet the Bible clearly shows that he is. Um, <clears throat> but that's the bubble yeah. that we've been in our entire lives that we've never really been able to ask questions. And, um, and so I understand your point. Your point is, is I want to have more conversations with people who um, are in that bubble and never think about the things that are on the other side because the reality – What's real to me is is how can you know you believe something unless you've studied the opposite of it? Yeah. So it, you have to – if you want to look at theism or looking at believing in a specific god, then you would have to also understand atheism or agnosticism to be able to make the, 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 the right decision that that was the real thing you should think. And that's just not the case within Christianity. So, so your your reason for continuing to talk about religion, specifically Christianity, is to try to get people to think outside of the way they've been uh, indoctrinated. Or I think that's a great. I think that's a good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I, and I agree with that. I mean, that's yeah, yeah we're saying I the think, same thing. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think that um, – I, I know how I was. I know how yeah. I was growing up, you know. I grew up going to church. You know, I grew up, you know, thinking that um, dinosaurs were on the ark. Yeah. You know, because somebody said that's, you know, um, that's the way it was. Um, and then when you start – yeah, but people they gotta have to know and understand that there's also you have to if you believe that you also have to understand um, the other side of the argument to know that what you, the decision you're making is the right and best decision. Yeah, and that's just not happening within Christianity. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. Um, what about you, Jim? Yeah, I <clears throat> I agree. I I. I feel um, feel motivated to have these conversations, you know. I don't, and it's not like uh, it's not like we're obsessed with it at all. I mean, it's it does. The, these conversations are great to have uh, in front of the microphone, and then when we're presented with opportunities, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, out and about, just when when opportunity presents itself, obviously. But, you know, I, I, I think there's, I, I think there's a healthy balance in there of putting it behind you to a degree, but, but being ready, uh, to help those, like you guys have said, who, who have questions, who are in, 
uh, in places that we've been. Mm-hmm. And we can be there to uh, encourage. Um, I wholeheartedly agree with, with what you were saying about, uh, you know, about the state of the world, essentially. Mm-hmm. We, the, uh, the world's a mess. And um, when I look around, religion plays a huge role in the mess. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, I, I want to be an antidote to that. Yeah. I want people to uh, actually care about each other. I want people to care about uh, our uh, where we live and and uh, the future generations and, and all of that. It's important. Yeah. Uh, uh, not only is it important to me, I believe it's important for everyone. Yeah. And, and for... Um, for people to turn a blind eye to things that are obvious uh, just makes no sense to me, and I feel like uh, I, I feel like it's it's needed. Our platform is needed. Yeah, you know, if if we can have a few people listen, and then you know they can have conversations with folks they run into. Uh, I mean that that makes me happy. Yeah, and and what's what's great about about a, a podcast is is that um, people can listen for the time for a time period and that they need to listen to it, and then if it no longer meets the need they have, they can not listen anymore. So the great thing is we can talk about what we want. People can choose to listen or not, and I don't mean that in a way that you know an, an arrogant way. I'm just saying, hey, you know, uh, please, if you don't if you don't listen to if you don't like what we're talking about, you you are free to listen to other podcasts or just delete this one or, or whatever. And, uh, and I, I'm thankful for all the people that are listening. Uh, but, um, that's, what's just so great about a podcast. You, you can find what you want to listen to and that may evolve over time. But, um, but I, I, in my life, the thing that's had the biggest impact on my life has been religion. And so, that's what I like to talk about uh, or want to talk about. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm meeting with somebody tomorrow at, uh, from our old church and they want to talk about, you know, what happened with us in the church and all this kind of stuff. And I, I actually really enjoy those conversations. Mm-hmm. Just, just being able to, to, to question things from the outside. And I think that's really important. That's good. Um, I think it's also interesting that in the United States, um, <clears throat> I think people are getting sick of religion. Um, in this article, it's in uh, in U.S. decline of Christianity continues at rapid pace. Now, this article came out in 2019, but. Um, I'm just looking at this one right now. It says the religious landscape of the United States continues to change at a rapid clip in Pew research uh, in Pew research center telephone surveys conducted in 2018 and 2019, 65% of American adults describe themselves as Christian when asked about their religion down 12 percentage points over the past decade. Meanwhile, the religiously unaffiliated share of the population, consisting of people who describe their religious identity as atheist, agnostic, or nothing in particular, 
now stands at 26% up from 17% in 2009. And, uh, That's a big increase. Yeah, this is three years ago. Yeah. So um, it's it's shifting. And um, um, <clears throat> I think one of the reasons why we're even doing this podcast is we, we understand the relevancy of how many people are going, oh, okay, I, I just don't know if I believe what I've thought I've always believed. It's getting crazier and crazier. And, it is. And, and when you hear these... And now the the thing about um, you know Facebook or or whatever you know Twitter these guys have these crazy people. We now have access to that. I sent you guys a clip mm-hmm. this yeah. morning, a couple of clips today from pastors who are insane, and they're calling other people crazy. Yeah, and you're going. Uh, the, these people are nuts. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of people, especially younger people say maybe, maybe, maybe younger couples that have, have younger kids and they're looking at this going, do I really want to lay, raise my kids up in this, this kind of environment? And I think a lot of people are just saying, no, I'm, I'm, I'm refusing to do that. Yeah. The, the, the thing that got me in that video that you sent was in the middle of why, he was calling anybody who didn't agree with him as crazy. Um, you know, he was also talking to a cardboard cutout, <clears throat> you know, and referring to that in the video. But he breaks in the middle of the video to ask for money. <laughs> and yeah. I'm telling and, you. And who's the cardboard uh, cutout of? Yeah. Uh, Mike, Mike Lindell. Yeah, Mike Lindell. Uh, who's been saying know, forever. That, Mr. You know, Pastor that, Pillow. Yeah. Um, that's been saying the election's going to be going to be overturned yeah. and so uh I'm, I'm not to get hyper you know political here but i think a lot of people want to want to um reevaluate things yeah because of what they see in the, in the political landscape and mm-hmm. because of the way they see pastors endorsing what trump is saying yeah uh or other religion or other leaders and so um that's why I want to continue to talk about it. And part of it is, is that I, I am, you know, as you guys know, I'm a published uh, apologetics uh, teacher. Wait, I've authored. Wait, you're published? Really? Well, I, I've, 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 I've authored several posts on MySpace. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm Facebook. <laughs> you said MySpace. <laughs> Omaha, Omaha. <laughs> Both of them. Uh, so I've been published on on the internet uh, in in several Facebook posts, um, but um, I, I I can say um, I just gotta say that was awesome. That was awesome. You said MySpace. I, I, I haven't even th- I haven't even thought about MySpace in forever. <laughs> I haven't. And then either. I say MySpace. I I, did, I, I forgot, uh, forgot it even it, it existed. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but we will not edit that out because we have a commitment <laughs> not to edit. So there you go. Um, gosh, I totally lost uh, my train of thought. Sorry, I you're did. published. <laughs> you're yeah. apologist. Yeah, yeah. P- published and and posted on those other social media sites. Uh, and so when, and I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but when I was, I was struggling as a Christian and I was looking for answers, I had a large amount of confirmation bias. I was not listening to anybody from the outside. 
I was listening to other apologists or pastors that were just feeding me. It was an echo chamber, just feeding me information. And I wish I could have been able to listen to people that had deconstructed in a way, but not gone off the deep end, you know, and, and, you know, some of the podcasts and some of them are friends of ours. They just, they're not very, um, they're not a safe place for people to land, uh, because of various subjects they talk about or language they use. And, and so that's why I want to continue to talk about it. Cause I feel like there's, there is a niche here for, and a need here for people that want to, um, want to think about this and talk about this. And, and, um, and so I think it's very important to give people, um, you know, to use a very Christian word uh, to, to, for us to just plant a seed, you know, and hope it hits on rocky ground or whatever that thing is. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> one of those parables, that's not what we want. We don't want the rocky ground. We want the fertile soil that's right. with no that's right. thorns. That's right. Okay. Dead air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we're all thinking. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> With a TH? Yeah. Yeah. Did I say tinking? Think, no. Think. <laughs> That's it. Oh, yeah. Um, Jim, you made a good point earlier. No though. way. Yes, you did. <clears throat> you said you want some of it to go. You want to get past some of it. Yeah. And that's actually a great point. Um that I struggle with because there's a lot of these people that get airtime in our, whether it's in our heads or in our social media feeds, um, because we respond to them and, and, you know, you know, these very, um, hyper religious, you know, right wing, um, fundamentalist, whatever words you want to use that are capturing the attention of people in their, their, um, they're pitching this like just crazy, um, um, I don't even know the good word. Well, I, I don't know. It's just the things they say are just crazy and outlandish. So they're not you, even believable. So a week or two ago, you and I were having a discussion about, uh, a, a, apologist that was talking at a church yeah. and that apologist made the statement, something along the lines of, you know, they're talking about some, you know, uh, debate on an issue of Christianity. And, and the response was, well, they're the, the, the progressives, uh, are just, uh, are just, re- um, are just stating what they've been fed or something yeah. along those lines. Yeah. And they're just, they're just, uh, they're just not, they're just repeating what somebody repeating, else told yeah. them. Yeah. And yeah. I'm sitting there going, uh, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> not how you doing. What are you doing? <laughs> how I mean, you doing? <laughs> you're, you're listening to other apologetics and those of yeah. what you're using and formulating to make your arguments. Yeah, and so you're you're not going back to the Greek or the Hebrew and and reading this and learning this and all this kind of stuff. You're listening to other people and what they say about it. Yeah, that's right. And and a lot of these people are just 
spewing some of the same stuff. I mean, it's it's literally Jim Baker over and over. It's Jim Jones over and over and over again saying the same things, pitching the same lines. And, um, and I, you know, sometimes I go, why do we pay attention to anybody, uh, these people? You know, but I think the, it's funny. That's yeah, why I, well, no, I, that's I, funny. I find great entertainment in some of that stuff. No, that it is. It is yeah. entertaining, best, specifically from our point of view of where we came from. But yeah, but like sometimes I go, are we helping these people? You know, are we helping some of the people that don't believe them? Like what exactly, you know, are, are we doing? Because, um, you know. I, I firmly believe one of the biggest tools that would have made Donald Trump go away is just nobody paid attention to him. Our he pastor just, said he's a immoral person, yeah, he, and, and we're not going to support a man like this. Who said that? What's that? I said if pastors would oh, have yeah. said that. Yeah, and there are some that did stand up and say that, and good Very for few. them. But like Very Franklin few. Graham or, yeah. or uh, you know, a lot of these other pastors in these mega churches, they have just— Paula White, they have just fallen in line. Yeah, because they see the money that can be yeah. made. Yeah. Um, uh, but I don't know, Jim. I, your point, your, I think about that a lot. I do. I think about that a lot. Um, and I don't, I don't know exactly where I stand, but. Well, and I think, I think that that uh, you can put religion behind you and still have discussions about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I. I I think you've done a good job of that. You know, I, I see no religion in you. I don't see. <laughs> you made it. <laughs> Freedom. Yeah, you know, and uh, I don't see. I don't see you performing in order to control God. You know, and so or control other people. I see. I see a freedom. I see a. a you know, in both of you guys, I see a good. Men, good fathers, good husbands, good friends, uh, good employees, uh, all of that. You, it, it's, uh, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. You know, the, the manipulation, it, there's just n- no manipulation. Mm-hmm. And I think from that aspect, uh, you know, religion is behind us. And, uh, but we can still talk about it. We can still yeah. talk about what it is pointed out. I mean, there is a lot of confusion in there. You know, we've, we've had a couple of discussions over the last couple of years since we've been doing this about, about confusion and, and, and how complicated things are. And I, I think making it simple for people and safe, you know, I, I like to think we're a safe place where yeah. we're, a, we're a place you can listen. Uh, nobody has to know you're listening. I'm mm-hmm. um, hoping we ask questions that that have occurred to you, and uh, and not only uh, say from that aspect, but because we're down the road some years, yeah. you know, uh, uh, a long way down the road in some cases, and and pretty far down the road in others, and and it it's safe, you know, it's it's uh, there's nothing to fear in it. Yeah. You know, what you lose, uh, is minimal if anything. And what you gain is everything. Yeah. Yeah. And so much of what you gain is what you lose. 
coming out of Christianity is you you lose that burden that that manipulation that just guilt that fear of hell that all the things that you you sit there and don't make sense and I just think of the times I'm sitting there going gosh a good God is gonna is gonna send you know people to, to hell that have done good and wonderful things and yet if Jeffrey Dahmer has a deathbed confession or 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 Ted Bundy you know who reportedly became a Christian before he died they're in heaven it's like I, I just don't uh, that just shows how good God is yeah it's not about them it's about God mm-hmm. well well I, I guess I would say the same thing it's about God and and the the fact that um, the the system he set up yeah. is is how that can happen. That just gosh, it's just excruciating. Yeah, and I you can <clears throat> excruciatingly painful. It is painful of, because yeah. I think all of that concept of God is completely man made. Yeah, penal substitution, yeah. dying and rising God. He didn't die it up at all. What's that? He didn't set up religion. No, no, all of that. The, the, if there's a God. Yeah, that's right. He didn't do that. That's right. That's exactly right. And all of that stuff about sacrifice and um, all of that, it's completely, it seems to me that it's completely man-made. Um, and if you realize that and you can let it, you can let it go. It creates so much freedom in your life. You know, you can help somebody because you care about another person, not because you think you're going to get a reward from God. Yeah. Not because a Bible verse tells you that that's what you need to do, but you look at somebody and have compassion and you help them. It's just, uh, um, it's so hard to have that conversation with people that aren't, that have not looked at both sides because I don't know. Now I'm now I seem like I'm pointing fingers, but it's so hard to have a conversation because they've their their people are trapped within the idea. Oh, if I don't, if, if I've ever questioned God, then, then I'm, it's a downward spiral from there. And I'm going to find myself, you know, the devil's going to get a hold of me and my life is going to become a mess and ruined and, uh, all, you know, all of the things that we heard yeah. and been taught. <laughs> but in reality, um, you, it's like you take something and it's like you've had this thing in your hand your whole life and then you realize it doesn't ever do what you thought it was and you just set it down on the table and you walk away from it and then you realize – that was just something I was holding in my hand <laughs> forever yeah. that didn't yeah. do anything. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know. You guys describe it better. Okay. You know, well, you guys, what, yeah, well, what you're, <laughs> what you're describing is fear, yeah. you know, and, and fear as the most powerful weapon fear is, you know, and we see it, it, it is having an effect on our country, on our world. I mean, is. fear is just, this massive thing, it's like this gigantic weapon, and if you really just look at it, it's just air. It's literally nothing. There's nothing to it. 
Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, we have the opportunity to point that out. Yeah. You know, that thing you're so afraid of doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. And, and I don't mean that even just as, uh, you know, from a religious standpoint, you know, hell or, or judgment or any of those things, which absolutely are true. They, you know, don't exist, but, but, but the things that, you know, uh, fear of, of, uh, things that are tangible, you know, uh, vaccines and various other things that, that this, uh, atmosphere of fear is just using to control people. Yeah. And, uh, is that kind of what you have in mind? No, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it it is, um, I don't know. It's something about the fact that people are afraid they're going to lose something. Well, I I can give a, I can give an example of that um, from a a fear that I'm currently wrestling with is I've, I've moved away from the fear of hell and I've, I've moved away from a lot of those, the judgment and all that kind of stuff. Now I've had to work through a fear of, if people knew publicly what I believed, would that hurt me in business? Would that, because we live in a, um, Bible belt. Yeah. We're the buckle of the Bible belt. I mean, we, we, we are, uh, in an area where in a County that voted, you know, 97% Trump, whatever the number was, which is down from the last election. I mean, it's like, <laughs> it was yeah, 98 last yeah, year. you know, whatever that number is. And, and it's definitely in the nineties in our County. And, and so we live in a very, uh, evangelical Republican area. And the fear that I would have, um, from my business and how that could affect my business. If people knew that I didn't believe in the God of the Bible and, uh, and so I, that's something I've had to deal with. And so I think talking about it and working through that in safe places is is important to to really just just think through those things and it's, it, to be able to talk about it. It's just really important to be able to um, to just sort those things out because it, it when we first left um, and, and really knew I mean when I say we it's my my wife and and I when we left and needed a landing place there was a group of people that were atheist slash slash agnostics and we went to some meetings to them and it kind of helped us understand that there was there was life and some of those people are still good friends of ours um but just that there is there is another side there's there's once you get past that point there's just a lot of I don't want to use the word joy because it's such a Christian <laughs> word, but but yeah. there's so much yeah. just relief and comfort just to to realize that all those things that you were taught and the stuff that you believed because you had to, not because you thought it made sense, to just be able to put that aside and just. Just do things, do do things for people just because you want to, not because you feel like that's going to be some kind of reward mm-hmm. in heaven. And I, I guess I've kind of, I kind of almost feel evangel evangelistic on this side, thinking, 
hey, I have good news. <laughs> and the good news it's is the <laughs> that's bad news. Yeah. <laughs> so That tagline's been used. Yeah, good news? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it has. So let me ask you, though. I just Let me ask you guys. Do you think, is it possible to be a believer if, you, if you've never been atheist? And is it possible to be an atheist if you've never been a believer? Um, How do you know you are what you are if you haven't seen the other side? Okay, so I think that's why um, I can't tell you how many times I've heard Christian pastors, not that there would be another kind of pastor, but I guess there are atheist pastors at universities. Yeah, but there actually are. Yeah, I know, and that's I'm, I'm totally going off the rails there, but I think that's why they say that whenever you... Um, the reason why they focus on children's ministries is because you got to get them young. And so I think that's why they focus on that. That's because, what happened to me. Yeah, that's what happened to me. I was I was I first went to church at two weeks old. And so if you can get them young, then they never you never think of yourself. I always thought I was a Christian. Mm-hmm. There's that's never right. there was never a time to evaluate until the last you know five years. Mm-hmm. That's right. I don't know. It's a newer thing I've thought of. Yeah. Just something I've thought of. Yeah. I don't know. I I, I feel like uh, for me, it, I, I, I could always tell you why I believed what I believed. Mm-hmm. You know? It, and um, maybe it, you were a real Christian. Uh, well, I. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I don't. I, I just mean, I, I did. I didn't approach it from from an aspect of, you know, my reasoning was personal. Yeah, you know, it was. I had reasons. I had personal reasons, and so maybe God was only ever. Maybe God was only ever supposed to be personal, but it's been made human. Human beings made it corporate. I mean, That's an na- narrow is the way. You know, it's possible that verse uh, means that, you know, it's it's just one-on-one. We don't go in with a crowd, but, uh, you know, all kinds of speculation on that. But, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I've, I've, as, uh, it, it doesn't feel different to me, I guess is what I'm saying. Where, you know, when I have a conversation about what I believe, which is rare, because I don't think it's important, I, you know, it doesn't. It's not important to me that anybody understand what I believe. It's not important to me that anybody agree with what I believe. Um, but, you know, say we were to turn the mics off and have a conversation and, and go that, I it doesn't feel different to me to explain it to you today mm-hmm. than it did then. It is different. It's changed tremendously. But, uh, but my reasoning is the same. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. Yeah, it makes sense for me. I think, um, uh, I'm probably a little bit different than that, but I think I'm different because you may be a little healthier in this aspect than I am because I, I do feel the need to talk about it for some strange reason. And maybe, um, maybe I'm <laughs> 
I'm seeking some validation or I just want people to just turn away from that or it makes me feel, I don't know what the reasoning is. Probably one, let me make a note of the different things I need to talk to a counselor about, <laughs> therapist about. Uh, I think I've got 52 things on the list. Uh, but but I, I, I don't know what it is in me that I feel like uh, I, ju- I, I it's almost like I feel like I need to save people. It's a weird feeling for me in that I feel like I just need to uh, uh, win some souls to the other side, maybe to make up for, you know, all the, the stuff I spewed on, you know, when I was a Christian. And I don't know, I just, I have, you know, I've had these discussions with friends and family members and, uh, it's like, why do I care what, you know, what other people think? And again, it's, it's just that people vote and, you know, when, when I see politically and, and environmentally and all the things that are going on in this world, socially, um, I'm on the opposite side of Christians. And I think that's because there's some stuff in Christianity that is taught that is poisonous. And if I can do something to convert one of those people out of that, I just feel like it's going to make the world a better place. Yeah, and and I think that's understood. Yeah, and I think that's oh, yes, absolutely. You know, you know, based on our conversation last week about about abuse and and how the church is is literally structured for abuse. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, yeah, we 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 are saving people. Yeah. You know, we're, we're saving them from something real and tangibly bad. Absolutely. It's now the time that we want to start, you know, announce we're starting our own church. <laughs> the Church of the Apostate. <laughs> no. <laughs> so we're going to need you to tithe. It's the agnostic church. We don't I really know where it is or when we're going to have it, but yeah. But it's there. <laughs> but it's there. We we believe it's We don't there. know that. We Yeah. <laughs> That's we right. don't have a belief in the yeah. church. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. What are you meaning? We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> That's good. I think this has been a good good discussion. Yeah, I mean I I wanna I wanna keep having it. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. It's, keep talking. I think People it's gotta realize and... though, it's safe to have these conversations. If you find yourself, if anybody's listening to this, besides the three of us, if anybody's listening to this that finds themselves in fear to have a conversation, a real conversation about what you believe and why you believe it, um, then that's not a healthy place to be. You need to leave. Yeah, yeah. You need to be out. Uh, well, I would say if you want to, if you want to have those conversations, yeah. What I would say is you need to, you need to have a safe yes. person to go to to have that. That's a better way of saying that because than what I just yeah, because I. You know, there there can be a lot of damage and manipulation and yeah. and and fear. Um, I mean, I've, I know people that have lost their family members because yeah. Of yeah. And that, I wanted to touch on that too because yeah. I mean that that sounds like we we could come across as insensitive to that. Yeah. Uh, so don't want to be that. I don't yeah. want to. Yeah, be yeah. That. and we're not saying that. Yeah, because uh, uh, you know, if 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 we're talking to individuals, um, then yes, you know, personally. Man, 
join the conversation, but, but it, it's a very real thing that, that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we, uh, have all been very fortunate that, uh, our wives and our children have, uh, have, have moved along at the same pace we have. Oh yeah. That doesn't happen very often. And, and there's there, you know, just want to be sensitive to the fact, you know, somebody might be out there asking questions and realize, man, this could cost me my, my family. Yeah. This my marriage, cost me my job, my marriage, my children, my, all of that. Yeah. And, uh, and so, yeah, I mean, and, and if, if we can, uh, be an encouragement to you in, uh, you know, in some way, don't, don't hesitate to contact us mm-hmm. on, uh, you know, our Twitter account or our Instagram account, our website. Um, yeah. You know, we'd love to, love to hear from, yeah. If you have any ideas for shows, we've got some, some shows that were, um, you know, we've kind of gotten the pipeline, but would love to, um, talk about what, what, what you want to talk about. And yeah. so, there's any any show ideas then please bring them on absolutely yeah we need to get uh, Stephen on to to help us with a, another discussion on on racism yes um, I've had some oh. interesting things uh, it's interesting to me how many people want me to shut up about racism and the tactic they use is telling me that I'm just a white in fact this is this is a quote. I'm just a white boy. Yeah. What do I know about racism? Yeah. Well, you know, fr- quite frankly, my people created it. So yeah. shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. We, we know some about it because we were the, uh, yeah. Yeah. we were the problem. It didn't exist. Or are the problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. Thanks for listening. Yes. Thank you guys. Um, Have a great rest of your week. Go Titans. Thanks for listening. The greatest hope for this podcast is for you to join the conversation. You can do so at thatsquestionable.com, that's questionable podcast on Instagram, or that's questionable1 on Twitter. Views and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of those casting the pod.